listening to The Nasty Table, the premier source for tabletop role-playing actual play. Now come on in, relax, and pull up a seat to The Nasty Table. There's not no, no thing is ghosts. I certainly believe we should be cautious. You got anything like non-powered lighting? I just need to think really hard. Six. What? Calling them glow sticks? That's rad as fuck. Front door knocks down. There's photos. Beard. He's got thinning hair. Tan man. Bobby and Marsha Tillman. Check this fireplace. It is a Polaroid. Chief of police. Of Minneapolis. So as of this recording, we have officially launched our first five episodes, and the sixth one released as well. Seventh one is coming out tomorrow. The reception's been pretty good. I don't... I wasn't expecting, like, people to actually, like, say stuff about it, but, like, people have, like, messaged me and been like, hey, this is actually pretty cool. And that's been really nice to hear. We're, we're, we're just starting off, so the episodes are coming out slow, you know, our social media is getting set up and, you know, we're actually spreading out and getting a lot of interaction on it, so it's been really, really cool. Is there anyone we should shout out? Aren't there like two people from Nigeria listening? Yeah, yeah we, so, so we have yeah. seven listeners in Belgium. God. Two listeners, <laughs> two listeners in God Nigeria. Himself. We have a listener in Bosnia-Herzegovina. That's dope. So if any of my... Uh, Friends across the sea are still listening when this episode comes out. This is Love episode you. 20. Thanks for uh, thanks for keeping it real. Thanks for sticking with the nasty table. This one's for you. Oh. That was clean. Oh. That was nice. <laughs> that was. God damn. And um, I also do want to thank... Uh... <laughs> 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 I do want to thank uh, you guys. You for... for uh, for being comfortable enough to record in front of these microphones and still enjoy the game. And I definitely think that we are a lot more comfortable than we were, because especially these last couple of weeks, I've been going through the earlier episodes and doing some editing and stuff like that, and we were definitely a lot more comfortable uh, being in a situation where we're behind the microphones. I do have a surprise for everybody, though. Oh, boy. Something, a little something to celebrate the uh, the official release. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> All right. To celebrate it, it's nice. Oh, yeah. And I had this bottle that was uh, from when we went to PA. It was for mimosas, but. Oh, this is the dry champagne. <clears throat> champagne. To celebrate, because we've been working hard. It's hard work what we do. You got even that if right. we, uh, even if we mess up Damn. sometimes, and even if we wait until the last minute to edit episodes. Oh, I love that intro too. That intro is sick, Alex. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Hold on. I want to talk about the art that you made with the table, and you literally have V bucks and. Oh song. yeah. And it was I just so fucking good. I haven't been able to work on it. For that, anybody though. that's listening, you don't like this table. Really, is kind of nasty. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's 
been through a lot, dude. We got this thing is just tattooed all over the and place. The it literally looks like a giant, like the desks that you have in science class in high school. Like you have like the big lab desks. Like it's not like a regular desk. It's like that, and just drawn all over. Did you make art of the table? Yeah, I was doing something for like a oh, sort no, he of showed like me background yeah. image oh, that sweet. I was trying to make. Yeah, I got to work on it a little bit more though. But yeah, the main part of it was the table. Oh, Whoa. that was good. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> there goes Ray. Ray is soaked. No. <laughs> Ray is bubbling. Ray. Ray's having himself a night. My boy. Look what Ray, did Ray literally overflowed. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> That's my son. I don't think there is. So, to, to the nasty table. <laughs> to the nasty Cheers, table. Cheers, y'all. So that click. We got our bubbly. Give me a pretty big recap here. I'm... Uh, we cut out for the recap. I'm cutting back in. Spotify support is fucking goaded. Those guys are great because what happened was, awesome. what happened was, they were able to merge the RSS feed and carry over the followers. No other distribution site did that for me, but Spotify puts. Shout just, out Spotify. Spotify. iTunes didn't do that for you. iTunes didn't do that for me. Google Google Podcast didn't do that for me. Uh, is this a I, Apple Music Spotify? He's an Apple Music guy. Boo. Damn, let's go. Damn, let's go. Spotify. Spotify. And I will say, I will say, out of doing all this distribution work, the absolute worst one by far is Google fucking podcasts. You can rot in hell. If you're listening to this on Google Podcasts, fucking go download something else because that, that, that service sucks Spotify. dick. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Because glow sticks are real now. Thank you, Roy, everybody. The whole walkie-talkie debacle was very funny to hear again. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a bootleg copy, a bootleg tape of the the Godfather. There's no VHS tapes. <laughs> There's no VHS tapes. There's no, like they didn't play movies on TV. There was no way. <laughs> Apologize. Apologize to the listening audience for the historical inaccuracies. I can't. I can't. I won't. Cause now, cause now I have to. Now I have to retcon in my world that VHS tapes existed at this point in time. <laughs> We're good. This is a fantasy podcast. <laughs> We're good. This is a fantasy podcast. So, it is quarter to three. The sharp smell of melted plastic disperses quickly, wafting out the front door of Ronald Quinnen's home out into the cold, snowed night. Lieutenant Longo places the shriveled remains of the now-ruined Polaroid into the fireplace and looks towards the four of you. Are we done here? Yeah, I think we turned the place upside down. There's nothing left to do here. See if we can make it through the snow. All right. Head back to the station. I'll have the guys outside close this place up, put up some police tape. Get cracking on some of that paperwork, okay? I'll meet you back there probably about 30 minutes. Say, like, bag up the rest of our pictures and yeah, just get walking to the cars. Pack everything up. Mm-hmm. The other police officers outside make their way in and begin the process of securing the crime scene. How much snow is it on the ground now? At this point, you're probably trudging through about like a foot, a foot, Do you think a foot it, and a half of snow. Is it going to take longer than 30 minutes? Maybe, maybe not. There's not a lot to do. It's basically like re-securing the doors and uh, 
you know, probably turning the power back on and putting up police tape. Gotcha. All right, get back in the car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back in the car. Everybody making their way back to the car? Mm-hmm. Back to the station? <clears throat> yep. Yeah. All right. You guys leave, make your way back to the station, pull up. The roads are clear, even though it's snowing pretty heavy. Uh, I think I mentioned last session that they've been salting the roads, so it's not too bad to, to drive through there. You're starting to see, like, the banks of snow kind of uh, gather up on the sidewalks and the sides of the roads, but you guys pull into the police station, park, get out, make your way inside. Yeah. Okay. Making your way in. And who do we have watching the house? Aaron. Aaron, Aaron Lang, Lang yeah. is watching the house. Yes. Um, he is, does not. I want to go up to whichever one was behind the desk. Um, and I want to give him the uh, the address. I believe it was. I want to say Sanford. All right, Sanford's behind the desk. I want to give him the address where Aaron Lang is. Okay. I want to tell him to switch out. Uh, go relieve him of his duties, and uh, I'll take behind the desk for now. You got it. And he makes his way out. Um, I want to... So, okay, is is the lieutenant here yet? Or did, no. No? Okay. No, not yet. I want to go to... I want to... Once we all walk down, I nod over to Caleb, walk up to Ray, and I want to say, you still have those pictures? I was going to say, um, right when we get in, if you want to ask that, I want to go directly out to my car and just put the camera in my trunk. Okay. In the, my bed. Cover on the bed. Gotcha. Go put the camera in, in my car right now. We'll, uh... We'll get them sorted out tomorrow. We'll figure something out, but uh, it's, it's best we don't even have that. Yeah, it shouldn't be in here. Uh, on premise right now. All right. Um, I want to look while I'm at this front desk. Um, through our records of people that work here, and if anybody that works here at all transferred from Minneapolis. Okay. All right. You begin going through those records. I want to also get on the radio mm-hmm. and try and radio into Aaron. Okay. Because he's in the car. Yep. Officer Lang, do you copy? This is Sergeant McNeil. This is Aaron Lang. I read you loud and clear, Sergeant. Any updates about the uh, about the boy? No movement whatsoever. I've been watching this house like a hawk, Sergeant. I have your word for that? You have my word and more. I don't know what else I can give you. I give you the shirt off my back, Sergeant. Alright, we have uh, we have someone come. I would I would have overheard. We have someone coming to uh, to relieve you now pretty soon once you're relieved you can go on home and hang with your family i still got a lot of guests left in my tank i can sit out here as long as you want me to does he have a wife or uh, you no know, he does not nothing. i don't know who asked him <clears throat> but somebody asked and he was like don't need him oh that's right fuck all right man well you're gonna need some sleep anyway so uh you know take that as an assignment you got it all right get off the radio Okay, here's this. <clears throat> I want to sit at my desk. And um, would Roy know of any, uh, you know, distinct horse breeders or wealthier horse breeders in the area? Because if not, I'd like to look into it. Yes, you do. You know of a few. And there's actually quite a lot. Um, because these ranches that specialize in horse breeding, they're not particularly large ranches. They're they're privately owned and they're small. So you know a couple that kind of pop in your head, but it's a couple is kind of a lot. And these are we're talking just like horse breeders and horse ranches in and between Douglas and, and Linwood Falls. There's quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone 
you know, that would really know their way around the horse market. Like Chuck, for example. Chuck Berry from Johnny B. Distributing Grain. Well, where did you buy, uh, where'd you buy Caper from? Only the best horse breeder. Only, Only the, the best. best. It actually was an, at an Appaloosa horse breeding farm. <laughs> Except he was, the, he was the runt of the litter. Um, My dad was 116th so Appaloosa. <laughs> um, he bought him, he was covered in paint. <laughs> no, he got Caper from Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry gave him Caper? He, yeah. He sold it to him? Baby, baby Caper came from Chuck Berry. That's wow. right. Wow. Yeah. You guys really go way back? Chuck yeah. Chuck knows a great yeah. Chuck knows a great deal about horses. He actually owns a couple of horses himself. Nice. If you want information on horse breeders, I think you got your in. Sure. I don't. Uh, what time is it? Oh, it's way too late. Chuck is he's he's already had his hot cup of milk. He's gone. He's gone. Betty by. He's got a sleepy time cap on. All right. I'll wait for Chuck to rise in the morning. You finish going through uh, a list of the employees at the station. Uh, there's actually quite a few that have transferred out. Um, a couple of guys from the day shift in the VCU, two of them. There's also a decent amount of the investigative unit. Some came on and your chief of police also transferred, but this was 26 years ago. Not Aaron. Not Aaron. Thank not Aaron. God. Not anybody on the Thank night shift God. from uh, patrol. Not any of the relief shift from the violent crimes. Uh, Let's go. None of the sergeants. We're rocking with a squad. Lieutenant Lu- Lieutenant Longo did not, and uh, your captain of the violent crimes unit did not as well, Colby Galloway. Um, that's it. What was the chief of police police's name? Dan Winters. Dan Winters. Thank you. That is the Minnesota or the Minneapolis chief of police. We don't really see him though, because he works day shift a lot, right? Your chief of police's name is. Uh, Benjamin Hodgins. Oh, that's what I meant. Yes. Yeah, he works day shift mostly? Yes. Benjamin, who's that? Hodgins, H-O-D-G-I-N-S. That is your, uh, the Linwood Falls chief of police. Can I uh, go about, if I know where, the originals of the photos from the... The negatives? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you would have to, you would have to get them. They would actually be part of the evidence that was sent over from Minneapolis and they did send the negatives over as well like those film strips yeah yeah so there I mean that's just like sign it out in the evidence locker kind of thing well at this point the evidence that you have related to this case is just kind of spread on that table that's down in violent crime so you just pick them up they're in like a manila envelope along with the developed pictures I take the I take that envelope um everyone's around there are we all we're all at our desks, I assume, right? Uh, Caleb is behind the, the main <clears throat> lobby desk. Once I'm done, I would like to give it off to somebody else. One yeah, of the other the, three guys that came back yep, with us, yeah. yeah. Oh, they haven't returned yet. Okay, whenever they do. Yeah. Right. About 30 minutes has passed at this point, and you see the officers return as well as Cap- uh, Lieutenant Longo. They stayed to clean up the scene? No, they, they, they've finished. Lieutenant Longo helped them secure the scene yeah that's what i'm saying that's what they have yes time is it at this point we're looking at 320 would we have any anybody any local connections anybody that can develop film if somebody can make a case for it i don't know if we've ever needed it because i mean this is a big crime do we send would there be a skill that you could roll on that forensics I would allow forensics I would allow craft photography if you have it I would allow 
craft photography. Craft. I've got a 52 in forensics. Is there a, uh, a, you know, picture or a print shop, um, in the area that is open to the public? You would probably ruin chain of evidence by doing that. Mm. You can do it. No, we gotta do it ourselves, I think. There's a couple guys from Investigative that could probably help you out if you haven't already burned those bridges by making them go through that report. I think it's worth to talk to them. Yeah, I think... um, I guess perhaps you, Sergeant, would know whoever the person with the most access or authority is in that unit um I, I, to just explain that like you know we're we're on to something yeah. with with the trauma that they've been through this is a definitely a huge thing but understandably someone bad's in that picture mm-hmm. and we all know what road we're gonna go down yeah it's worth a shot it's fair Speaking of roads that we're going to go down, I don't know where everybody's head's at, but does chain evidence matter at this point? Does getting exactly how we need to get this information matter when we know that the way we're supposed to do it is being tampered with? Kind of directing that question to my sergeant at this point. Look, we just watched all of our boss burn the only piece of evidence that would lead us uh, to an end and give us a means of to an end so to answer your question I'm gonna say no I think if we can get a guy to print these pictures for us that's the best move but what's the uh, what's the conclusion he burnt that picture because if we take that picture to judge anybody with the evidence that we have it's going to get thrown out and we know it's just going to get shuffled around until nobody gets caught what's the um what's what's the end game here what do we what do we want to get out of this over a decade ago I started this job because I wanted to get justice out of this Okay, I agree this is a little bit different. But do you disagree if we find a means to an end? That there won't be justice? I don't know what your justice looks like. Do you do you see a day in the future where Winners sees the inside of a cell? Maybe. Do we have to go about this another way? What other way do you propose? Kind of run, running out of a lot of, a lot of angles. That's when we uh, cut corners. Don't abide by the uh, the laws that are set forth by fucking pedophiles. Those are the people that are in charge right now. People that let people like RJ out of prison. Let him get away with this. How do we bring justice to the situation? 
It's all disconnected at this point. It's all personal now. We can't get past power that's above us. You guys hear footsteps coming down into the violent crimes unit. The lower half and then slowly the upper half of Lieutenant Longo. He looks at you guys. So, that scene's all secured. Um, do you think the warrant shook out good enough? Did we get anything that we can use? Got pictures of men on horses. I kind of throw them down on my desk again, just carelessly. One man's in all the pictures. I guess if you guys are going to assume that's RJ, but it was a young man, Bobby, Marsha. I don't know what to think. So we connected this RJ to Bobby, at least. Marsha, too. Guys, I, I, I got to be honest with you. I need to know what's what's the crime here? Other than the murder, is there? Do we have any other crimes? What's the crime? Go look at the pictures of all the children. I mean, there's obviously something deeper going on here. Yeah, the pictures of the kids. I get it, but yeah, what, dead bodies, bones. There's all. I get the dead body things, but with this, this, these pictures, what's the crime? Are were they are they being hurt? What's the crime? What's the? It's a sex crime. What is? It's disgusting. They're taking pictures of children. That's not illegal. To take they're, pictures they're of naked unclothed. children? They're posed. It's sexual. 20 sessions. 20 sessions it took to get to the heart of why I wanted to tell this story. No, 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 my friends. Child porn is not illegal in 1971. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Are you kidding? There we go. What? Uh, yes. That's why I wanted to tell this story. Child porn child porn wasn't illegal until 1984. Wow. In just Minnesota Holy or the whole, the whole United States. I did not know that. Yeah. That is that is fucked. 1977 was the first piece of legislation that <clears throat> was any kind of illegality behind child porn and all it was it was in 1977 it's illegal to bring child porn across state lines. What? And it wasn't until 1984 that it was illegal to distribute and produce it, and it wasn't until 1990 that it was illegal to possess it. Wow. Oh. A minute ago, we were playing a fantasy game. You just made it real. And this is why I wanted to tell this story. Oh, God. So, again, Holy I... Holy shit, I didn't know that. I ask you guys... What's the big crime here? I need you guys to try and find drugs, guns, trafficking. We can do something with that. Oh. What our characters have... We would have known that. Our characters would have known that. Decently, yeah, for, for, for the most part. But we, there, there are there are actual crimes here. It's not just you know just that. But right, but we possession of child pornography. Yeah, you would know that that's not a crime. We weren't directly investigating that. I mean, the whole thing was investigating that it had to do with his body. That's why I found saying. a child's yes. body. Yeah. 
he's talking about from a street legality point. I think everybody in this room understands it's fucking disgusting, but... Well, yeah, right. and again, like I'm saying, this is why I want to tell this story, is that it's the question of what can a cop do when something is amoral but legal? Yeah. So. Fuck, dude. Look, my point is that we got this drug tie-in that I want to keep pressing on because this RJ guy, you said he was arrested for distribution of weed. I want you guys to look into that. All right? Try to get in contact with this Al Duke guy. Weed. We have a... We have... Are you guys not hearing this right now? Weed is what you're worried about? We cannot. We cannot prove any of this murder stuff, but if we can prove some of these other connections, if you can get me guns, if you can get me weed, I can get warrants. I can get more resources. I can get stuff to help you on this main case. We got nitrous oxide, right? Didn't we? Is that and that, that's what you guys put in the fucking report? We can work with that. <laughs> so what are you waiting for, Lieutenant? What's the tone you're taking with me right now? I just can't believe how you're not sickened about this shit. I'm absolutely sickened, but I know that we have to work within the yeah, boundaries. But you're worried of the... about your next check. All right, Jerry. Let's calm down. No, 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 no. Worried about my next check. I've been with you every single fucking shift, and I've been working my ass off just the same yeah, as you have, and yeah, I'm trying to help absolutely. you. Absolutely, I get it. So you got it. You, but you... I'm a little bit upset right now. With what? You just burned a picture of our evidence. I burnt that picture because of the case tie-ins, the implications. You cannot yeah, bring yeah, somebody yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Jerry walks out of the room. You leave? Goes out front, yeah. He points towards Roy. You got to get him in line. I'd fucking chuckle, and i follow Jerry out. And then with the two of you, Caleb and Ray, left in the room, he says, you went to Hennepin, right? With, with all due respect... You're way off base yelling at that man. Who, Jerry? Of course you are. You're telling us to go for these crimes that you saw the case. You've clearly read it that he was completely acquitted of, didn't do his time for because he was taken out of the system. And now you want us to go find drugs on a guy that's missing that we've been looking for for three days. Look, I'm saying that this case is very, very narrow right now, and you need to broaden it for me to be able to help you. I fucking, as I'm walking up the stairs, yeah. I turn around and I say, do you think we were high? Do you think we were fucking high? A boy's throat was ripped out of his fucking body, and you think we were high? And I keep walking. He's quiet for a while. I'm saying that we're walking a line. And it is narrow. We're trying to stay within the boundaries that we, as a society, have set for our law, law enforcement officers. We have to work within this system here. I, I, I mean that. I mean, Caleb, Caleb, I got to this position because I know how this works. I know the, how all this paper-pushing shit works, and I'm telling you how you can help me to help this case. Read the file. Read the file. You read that police report. The first thing anybody's going to ask, like the four of us were, because you think that we were drugged, there was a trap planted on his storage unit. Is that not a crime? That's a crime. So we can't go after these guys. After these guys that have a true connection to what crime? To planning a, 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 a nitrous oxide trap in a storage locker 
You wrote it on a report. I know, I know, and I believe that, but that's not something that I can use to get a warrant to spread this out. What do you want then? You want a, you want a dime bag? I want drugs or I want guns. I need something. Cal did this for me because he is a friend, but all these warrants are not going to come if I don't have solid shit to tie it to. So if you do find this ranch, I don't know how I'm going to get you in there. I'm playing the system whether or not you want to. Why? Because it's how this works. We have rules to follow. And yes, they're fucking stupid, Caleb. They are. But they are rules. Rules like... Burning evidence that four officers can attest to in court Don't that you start. just did. Don't start. Do not. You're in the same boat as us. You can help us or you're against us. Finish your paperwork for the day. And before you have the next two days off. And he walks away. Jerry, where did you go? I went out front to smoke a ciggy. Roy, you followed him? Yeah. Smoke a cigarette, too. Yeah. Actually, like, do you, like, come out? Yeah, I walk out. I, not a cigarette. A fucking one of those shitty, and it's like, cold out, right? Cigars. It's snowing. It's very yeah. cold out, yeah. I'm just, There's, like, like, an overhang on the front door that kind of protects you from the snow for, for a little bit, but... I, like, take my pea coat off. I roll up my sleeves. Like, I'm, like, sweating. Just, you could see that I'm visibly very upset. And I'm just, like, chiefing down this cigarette, like fast I like lean my back against the wall uh, and I'm like I know you're there but I'm not acknowledging you I'm like walking back and forth just fucking smoking yeah yeah back back lean against the wall and I'm like he's hanging on I feel like he's hanging on to us by threads man I like take a long drag what do you mean He's got to see the morality in this. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He just burned that fucking picture. What's justice, Roy? What is it? I don't know. I don't either. The fuck am I doing here? <laughs> like, ah, I'm ready to quit. No, you can't quit. What? Not yet. I'm working under the. I'm working under the criminals. You understand that? Do you not? Do you not see that, We're Roy? In the middle. How old are you? Fuck, man. I, I just started. The, I, I haven't been in here that long. Look, I'm working under the criminals. What's the point? I'm not telling you to stay and work for these crooks as long as I have. All right? But we're in the middle of something that could end with justice. That's hard to find, man. It's up to us. For that. You know that. That it, 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 it's... At this point, it's got to be us four versus everyone else. I mean, I mean, uh, I'm talking about Lieutenant and everything. He's why is we 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 use we use the system, Roy. Like if if you want to stay in this, we have to use the system, and and we have to. It's our world. It's our rules. And I'm like seeming like I'm really, really like not okay right now. Why did you pull that knife on him? <sighs> Do you not feel fucking crazy? This past. <laughs> How many days has it even been? I mean, 
Too much, Roy. Fuck. Dude, I'm like out here sniffing the grain at my own house. I got a chicken in my living room that I don't want five feet from my daughter. I don't know. I thought, I thought Caleb was an enemy. I don't know. I thought, I thought very, very quickly. I didn't mean to do it. It was, it was irresponsible of me. Should get my gun taken away for it. I really should. But he's having dreams. Could be you next. Could be me next. Yep. Fuck, man. I'm scared. Are you not scared right now? I'm scared for my life. My wife goes and works and she wonders where the fuck I am. Because I'm working like 16 hours a day. And when I do come home, I'm drinking tequila all night. Until I pass the fuck out. And I'm... I'm... And then, and then tonight just pushed it over the edge. I mean, we got like what I thought. Like when when you pulled that picture out, it felt like that was it. You know what I mean? That yeah, was it. That did the, he put that in the fire? He how? Who knows how much more shit he burned, right? And then just watching our lieutenant just burn that right in front of our fucking face. Well, like there you got. Are you not sick about that? I light up another cigarette. Well, guess what? We still have film from the storage unit. We still have film. We have a picture of that picture of Dan Winters. And look, I think we can all agree that's not going any higher than us. That's not going to the fucking lieutenant. Yeah, we got we got to secure that. We got to figure out how to print those pictures. The door opens. <clears throat> Out of the front steps, Lieutenant Longo. Oh, sh- damn. Did right. you want to catch him or something? <clears throat> well, I didn't want to walk out with them. Yeah. I wanted to... Everyone talked to Lieutenant, and I just kind of... Sat there. Yeah, after he there. said that, I went and I sat down at my desk. I'm not part of there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um... This is, like, right after he left, because their conversation outside happened at the same time as Caleb and the Lieutenant. So, right now, this is, like, right as the Lieutenant is walking up the steps. I... Grabbed this note. When I get up to him, and uh, I'll explain it. Mm -hmm. I wrote on the back of it in black ink, uh, "DW." It's very small, but it's a note from the evidence table. Mm. I, I just I grab my coat, you know, get everything to leave, Mm -hmm. and I run up. Uh, Lieutenant, he turns around, and uh, I kind of. Put my hand out, like obviously showing him mm-hmm. the note, and I yeah, he grabs it, give it to him. Oh, I'll give it to you. I know it's getting really high stress uh, between the five of us, but you just need to know that we're all taking this much more seriously than you are, and it's not your fault. But like I told you, we've seen some things that you haven't. And I walk out. He pockets the note and walks out. Stepping out into the front as Roy and Jerry finish their conversation, Lieutenant Longo. He's quiet for a second. And he pulls out a cigarette and lights it up. Looks like he's about to say something and then stops himself. I want one of you guys to get a written report from Davy Jones about Marsha picking up the body. By the end of the night, uh, make sure you don't file it anywhere. 
I'm going home for the night. And he starts stepping out. He pops his collar as the snow's falling overhead. And he turns around and looks at Roy. He looks for a while. Snow falling. It's really, really heavy. It's flurry. The wind's blowing. His cheeks are starting to get red. I don't think you were high. I don't. I just... I know what needs to be filed and what doesn't. Whether you see it now or you'll see it later, I'm trying very hard to protect this case. I'm like finishing my cigar. I'm like, thank you, Lieutenant. And he walks away, gets in his car, slams the car door, and drives off. Jerry like flicks his cigarette into the street and walks inside. Yeah, walk back in. And Ray, at this point, you're still in the lobby. Y'all heading out? I'm about to go. Got to get a a report from Davy Jones about Marsha Tillman taking the body, but I'm out after that. Let's uh, let's meet up tomorrow before work. No, I believe we're off the next uh, couple days. Yeah, you guys are off the next three days. Three days. Oh, I don't think they were in there. For I, that. Yeah, I didn't hear that. Well, you would know that based on your scheduling. You work three, off oh, three, okay. work two, off oh. two. I thought he was. It was like a punishment. Same. Yeah, let's. Uh, I like look up the stairs. How busy is it upstairs? It's pretty quiet at this point. Uh, somebody took up again, beyond the desk, uh, in the in the lobby. Yeah, it's pretty quiet at this point. Pushing like maybe four o'clock. Hmm. Let's meet up in the afternoon, during the day, and. Uh, Figure out some uh, some business that the four of us need to take care of. Yeah, why don't uh? All right, what time? Come and over where? to my come over to my place. Maybe like I don't know. That's two o'clock late afternoon. Get you some lunch and then meet up. Sure, that works. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. I go. Uh, I go. You know, well to call up Davy Jones to get the uh, written report. Okay. Jerry grabs his shit and fucking leaves. Where are you heading? Home. Leaving early? Leaving early. All right. You head home. Roy, you make your way to the phone? Yeah. All right. Uh, you're calling Davy Jones? Yeah. All right. Rings. Picks up. Hello? Hey, Davy. It's Roy. Hey, Roy. Uh, look, Lieutenant's requested we get a uh, written report from you or someone over there that's uh we need a report about Marsha Tillman quote unquote taking taking this body yeah you got it uh what do you need to know I mean personally if you could make it as detailed as possible that would be preferred but time description of the woman if she showed ID detail that if she didn't show ID please provide the name of whoever didn't ask for it I was supposed to and if she mentioned anything where she's going with this body what funeral home Right. I, you know, I heard that a hearse took the body out of the... Yeah. Um, so she came in. She had the body release form. I was supposed to check her ID. I didn't. Mm. It was me. Does We've that... done body handoffs like this a thousand times. Yeah. 
She had the right form. She had the signature. I think it was Ray's. Um, she saw the body. She said she had a funeral service that was going to take it. I think she said Chicago. Um, she came in. She looked over the body. I wheeled the body out. It was a black hearse. Minnesota license plate. I, I don't remember the license plate number. The woman, maybe mid-30s, brown hair. There was a driver for the hearse. I didn't get a look at him, but there was another guy who I imagine worked for the funeral service. He helped me load the body onto the hearse. Was he wearing a suit? Yeah, black suit, red striped tie. He was about maybe 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, black hair. Mm-hmm. I think he was maybe Spanish or Italian. Loaded the body on, closed the doors. Why do you think he was Spanish or Italian? He had, like, a little darker skin. All right. I, I imagine I'm writing this all down. Yeah. Uh, he smelled like cologne. I shook his hand, laid left, and Marsha got in. I think she sat in the middle, in the front seat there, and they drove off. Sorry, can you describe the person driving? Again? I didn't get a look at him. No. All right. Uh, all right, Davey. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, you got it. All right, be good. Take it easy, Roy. Click. Click. Uh, is anyone else still here? Are you here, Caleb? Yeah, I'm here. I um, left. You left? Are you here, Jerry? Ray, you left. Yep, Jerry left. Okay. When's our shift till? 7 a.m. usually. Um, oh, well, I'm going to stay here. I want to finish the... I mean, everybody else left. I'm going to finish the report for uh, for the interview that we did with the three boys and uh, RJ's house. Obviously not filing them in the correct places yet, keeping mm. them with me for now. And then... I'm assuming doing the paperwork for four people is going to take me a long time. Yeah, a decent amount of time. And if I'm here till seven, I want to think I want to tell Roy to leave at this point. Are you doing anything else, Roy? Uh, yeah, I'll just finish all my paperwork for the night okay. as well. Uh, Jerry and Ray, is there anything that you guys are going to do uh, before seven a.m. that would involve the station? No, no. Gotcha. Okay. So you guys finish up that paperwork. Five thirty, six o'clock rolls around. All right. I. Pack my shit up. Yeah, if all that paperwork is done, I'm also going to leave. Okay. All right. So, I will ask Ray and Jerry, what are you guys doing on your way home? I'll actually ask Jerry first, because I think you left just a little bit earlier than Ray. <clears throat> um, I mean, not much. He just couldn't be there anymore. I don't know. I, especially after hearing, like, we're going to meet up tomorrow. He's like, all right. I need to, like, I haven't had a good night's of sleep for however long. So he just literally goes straight home, starts drinking a little bit, gets in bed with his wife, and goes to sleep. And that's literally it. He just wants to have a night to just recoup. Okay. What are you doing, Ray? Um, <clears throat> on my way home, uh, I want to take a while and just weave through, I guess, like, downtown area. And, and its surroundings and just see if I can spot any type of uh, you know camera shop development anything like that yeah I mean there's yeah. like the equivalent of like Kinko's like, like it's easy enough to like, yeah I know where that is yeah oh. yeah so I don't even have to do that like I, I uh, we would know where that is yeah okay there's 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 a few in town all right well I mean yeah I guess I just think about I pick one that's kind of out of the way, mm-hmm. uh, the most out of the way of, you know, like main routes. I just kind of take my, my time driving home. Okay. Rip a couple cigs harder than usual and go to bed with the old uh, pistol strapped to me still because I'm a little, little, little scared, but we're all right for now. I need everyone to leave the table except for Ray. 
Hi, Chop. Was it because I said I was a little scared? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? <sighs> you know, I've always wondered, as a player, what it feels like to be the only one at the table with the DM, <laughs> knowing that there's a guy just controlling everything going on. I will say, right before you go, I probably misspoke when I said scared. I would just say, like... Very alert. Overly alert. Yeah. Even for off-duty. That, yeah. That's more of a... On edge. You drink before you go to bed? Uh, not tonight. Not tonight? No, just like heavy cigs. Sarge in the room with you or outside? Oh, no. He's always a good boy. He's right with me. In the bed with you? Yeah, tonight. Tonight, tonight? yeah. He not the foot. Yeah. He's a big dog. But I got the king. <laughs> so, you lay down to go to sleep. And... You got this this headache, and it's the kind of headache that you can feel behind your eyes, like throbbing. Just this dull thump. Dum, dum, dum. Mm, e, um, eo, eo, eo. Leo! You're in an apartment. And you've been here a hundred times before. It's not much, but it's all you needed because she was there. You're at a small kitchen table. And Laurel's there. She's looking right at you. Three half-eaten plates. One sitting right in front of you, one in front of her, and one by itself. That's right, that's right. Elliot, he, he stepped out to smoke. And you look up at her. And she's beautiful. She's perfect. And this feels familiar. It feels good. It feels right. Hello? She waves her hand at you. Earth to Leo. Baby, I'm talking to you. You hear me? You hear what I said? Left lane. 279. Baby, it was backed up a mile long. One of those funeral processions. Cars bumper to bumper. Hazards on with the little sticker on the window. I'm telling you, I've never in my life seen one that long. I was late to work because of it. But I was thinking, since it was wrapped all the way up past the 10th Street bypass, I mean, we're talking 120 cars at least. Whoever it was must have known so many people. And it got me thinking a little. Nothing too sad, but funerals, death, you know, stuff like that. All those cars. I don't know. Uh, baby, would you be satisfied with something like that? Like a, like a big death, all these people coming, throwing flowers, being all sad, or like a, like a small one, close folk, you know. Am I able to respond? You are. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know if I, I could interject. I kind of just wanted to let, oh, you, you, let you go. <laughs> uh, well, honey. I to tell you the truth, I really don't care. 
That's fair. Be nice if maybe some of the closest people to me were there, if they were still there. But I mean, I guess all that really matters to me is how I felt when I went out, right? <laughs> how do you think I felt when I went out? And you wake up with a start. Your sheets are soaked, sweating profusely. You fell asleep with your shirt on, you wake up with it off. Sarge is staring at you. It's still dark out, and your heart's pounding. I just like sit up, and I'm like, you know, panting, right? I imagine Sarge is going crazy. After I, I collect my breath for, you know, 20 seconds or whatever, I just grab my pillow and shove it against my face and scream as loud as I can into it for just like five seconds straight and then just put it down sit there with my eyes closed for another half a minute and I get up and I turn the shower on cold I just get in there and stand there for 20 30 minutes a while roll sanity for me 71 on a 56. You're going to lose two points of sanity. As memories of her encapsulate your brain. After your cold shower, back to sleep. Or are you staying up? If you check the time, it's about... You've only been asleep for about 45 minutes. I want to sit on the recliner with Sarge. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like him next to me. I yeah. assume he's following me around. Mm-hmm. And he's still sleepy, so he curls up and yeah, and I puts his head against the recliner. Yeah, I want I want to lay on it, but I want to smoke a cigarette first while I'm laying on it. Mm-hmm. You know, stay up for a little bit. Just looking at the wall. Just kind of listening to you know, I don't know. I guess the crickets aren't chirping. It's January, but you know, I, I don't know. You know, anything. The wind. Just... Yeah, the wind kind of knocking snow off of your roof and yeah. scattering around. Anything else? Once Until the, you doze w- off. Yeah, once the sig's done, and yeah, I doze off again. Right. Do I? It does it. Does a headache come on again? No. That okay. That You're was... able to lull yourself into a dreamless sleep. Cool. God, I love a summer shandy. I just love them. They like give me nostalgia, and it's only—I've only been drinking them for like two years. You know what's <laughs> funny? I, we were sitting at this table, and you were like, "Dude, I like—I just found this drink, and this is one of my favorite drinks." Like I two swear. years ago, right? Maybe, maybe it was two <laughs> years ago. Was, dude. Did yeah. you start with this playing D and D two I years ago? I didn't start drinking uh, summer yeah, shandy when, until I was twenty-one. When did so. we do? When? He was probably drinking summer shandies during the big table days. Mm. No, no, no. I'm saying he started I didn't playing drink summer shandies two years ago. Maybe around I th- now. I think maybe. Has it been two years? Before I was twenty-one, it was just like Miller High Life, and that was it. Has it been? Or no, he wasn't. He wasn't. He started <sighs> playing Delta Green with us, which was probably two years ago. Ksel, yeah, Kesel. Yeah, Kesel. dude, yeah, that was that does no. You don't like that? No. All right, uh, Roy, you're heading home after your shift. Yeah, head home. Straight to bed. No. Where's the chicken? <laughs> <laughs> you realize that Jerry didn't ask you anything. You were like, the I did. Yeah. My house, and Jerry was just like, he had ignored yeah. it. <laughs> so you walk in. The chicken is in the living room, pecking at the floorboards. <sighs> is it fucking up the floor? No. 
Alright. Uh, how's it doing? Like, does it seem like it, how it was it the It looks like day? a completely normal chicken. I walk up to the bed. Do you check on April before you go to sleep? Um, no, I, you know, she's a fucking, she's a teenage, you know, she's a growing girl. She, I, I trust her that she's sleeping, so. Joe just threw out four hours that he wrote a lore about what was happening in April. <laughs> no, because I just, I figured he would have asked that, and. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and then to bed? Uh, yeah, to bed. Talking to Roy. Oh, sorry, you were looking at me. No, I was, because I was about to yeah. segue. Bed? Well, while I pass her bedroom, is her, is her door shut? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I just walked to bed. Okay. Caleb. Um, I want to head home, uh, open my trunk when I get home. Yes. Uh, take out those two bags of mulch yes. that I got. Mm-hmm. Put them, just put them in the garden out front mm-hmm. and uh, bring that rope with me inside okay. that I got. Yep. Um, I want to go to bed and I want to, um, while I go there, I would say, uh, given his history, Caleb was probably a boy scout growing up. I'll allow it. Yeah, I think so. What kind of knots we talking? Um, a good one. There are many good knots. They each serve different purpose. What is the purpose of this knot? The purpose of this knot is to keep Caleb in this bed without cutting off the circulation to his ankle. You sleep in a bed with your wife. Yep, I know. Tie one end end around. I'm assuming I have one of those bedposts that gets like... It's got, like, those knots where it gets, like, skinny and then, like, real fat towards the end. Yeah. Yeah, like, at the skinny part, tie it tight to that. And then tie it um, tight enough that I wouldn't be able to get this out um, in a correct state of mind, what I'm thinking. But uh, one that wouldn't cut off my circulation. Okay. Yeah, you're able to tie a knot like that. Yep. That's what I want to do. And then go to bed? Yes. Jerry, what time are you setting your alarm? Probably going to bed around. I'm not say, like, setting my alarm. Five o'clock. Okay. All right. Waking up whenever whenever you wake whenever up. Whenever I wake up, baby. All right. Roy, are you setting what? any kind of alarm? I'm sorry. What day is it going to be tomorrow when I wake up? What day? What are our off days? Is it Saturday, Sunday? No, they're different every time. Monday. Today's Monday. Damn. Because yeah, you went to church. Yeah, I didn't. I. It's been so many sessions. I wasn't sure if that was yesterday. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not setting an alarm because I'll probably wake up when my wife gets up to work. Okay. Eight. Eight o'clock is probably when I wake up. All right. Okay. Yeah, you wake up about that time. Emma gets up and, and you kind of look up and like, you know, like that kind of angle where like you're laying flat, but you're like tilting your head up to look yeah. out and it looks like she's like putting on her makeup, sitting on the, yeah, like her little makeup table. Yeah. She kind of looks back to you, smiles. I smile back. It's a nice moment for me. She turns back to the mirror and finishes her makeup. Um, I get up. I get up and I go make coffee. At this point, you've had about four hours of sleep, if that. Does it seem like, like, okay. You wake up feeling refreshed. Right, but has she had breakfast? No. I go make breakfast for me and her. What are you making? I'm making, I'm just making two fried dippy eggs for each other with some toast. And that's it. Super simple. Maybe a little bit of avocado for the wife. Jay don't like it that way, but... Jerry likes it like extra salt, like a little bit of, a little bit of chipotle, maybe. Like. <laughs> okay. So you prepare a nice meal. A hot sauce. The two of you eat, maybe talk a little bit. She seems like she's in good spirits, and she heads off to work. What time is it? At like this nine? point, probably like, around like eight like, fifty. Yeah, nine? like 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 a quarter quarter to quarter to nine. I go to the liquor cabinet. Yep. I open up the bottle of tequila. Mm-hmm. I take like three four shots back to back, and I go back to sleep. Okay. All right. Nice. 
Roy, you wake up. Yeah, I want to get up if it's Monday. I yep. want to actually make uh, my niece lunch now. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Get up earlier than, than she's going to leave? Yeah. Um, well, she probably leaves. Or you, you're you getting home at like 7. Yeah. She's leaving probably at like 8. Okay. Shit. All right. I'll just take like a quick 20-minute fucking power nap. Mm-hmm. Get up. Uh, mate, where's the chicken? Chicken's still in the living room. All right. Bock, bocking around. I, uh, boom, go out, grab some eggs, mm-hmm. fresh eggs, crack them, brown, golden eggs, <laughs> crack them, and I'm, like, making breakfast. A sixth of a dozen. A sixth of a dozen. Um, yeah, making making her breakfast, waiting for her to come down, and I'm simultaneously packing her lunch. Mm-hmm. And she comes down, she sees you making breakfast. Morning, Uncle Roy. How'd you sleep? Good. Good. Um, Uncle Roy? Yeah. Does the chicken have a name? Do not name the chicken. Well, I thought you were going to say that. I already named the chicken. You named the chicken? I did. I turn off the burner on the stove. What did you name the chicken? I named the chicken Georgie. Is she trying to fucking, like, uh, taunt me? Alright. Alright. Oh, okay. That's cool. Why Georgie? I turn the stove on and I try to, like, act cool. <laughs> well, he just struck me as a George. I don't know if it's a girl, though. Is it a girl? No, this one's a boy. I can change it to Georgette. Nah, you know, I think it's fine if we don't name the chicken. Sunny side up? Or scrambled? However you're making them, I don't mind. Alright. Why is a chicken in the house? Don't you have, like, school to go to? I, yeah, I'm, yes. You're, you're make, not even you're, dressed, and you're usually I'm, dressed at you, this point. Well, and, I, like, what's, what's going on? Is the chicken sick? You said it was sick. The, yes, the chicken is sick. Are I, you, you're giving it medicine? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why the chicken's in the house. The chicken, look. You care so much about this fucking chicken? You've never brought the farm animals in the house why, before. Why do you fucking get... I'll kill the chicken if you want me to kill the fucking chicken. I don't chicken. want you to kill you the wanna chicken. you want to eat the chicken for I lunch? don't want to eat the chicken. I don't want to eat Georgie. I don't. I just want to know right. why the chicken was in the house. Look, okay. I don't think that that's a, I don't think that that's a, a difficult question to answer. You brought the chicken in the house. There's a reason. When you asked me, I told you the truth. The chicken is sick. It has to be away from the other fucking You're chickens. You're being so weird about it. <sighs> April, do you... Smoke weed. What? Do you smoke weed? No. You've never been high. You're 15 years old and you're fucking... You're not cool enough to get high? Well, I don't sm... What? What? I think I got high the other night. What? Look. Just go to school. And Georgie, she'll go back to the coop, okay? If you're so concerned about the chicken, she'll go back to the coop. I thought it was a he. He? Whatever the f- I don't fuck. She walks away. Okay. Up the the stairs. I'm like... (sighs) She goes upstairs, gets ready, comes downstairs, skips breakfast, walks out the door. As she's like walking out, I'm like, have a good day. And she shuts the door. The door slams behind her. (laughs) And it's just you. All right. I uh, 
I eat my breakfast and I want to get in my car. And uh, I actually want to drive to Carter's house. Okay. And I just want to park like a block away. Mm -hmm. Is there a commotion? No, doesn't seem like it. Nice. I'll just hang out here. Okay. Yeah. Ray, what are you doing when you wake up? What time is it? So you fall asleep around 7. You wake up probably around like maybe noon? Um, I just chill, make some toast, some coffee, maybe like 1 o'clock. I, uh, you know, prepping for whoever wants to come over is going to come over. Mm-hmm. Uh, set up some targets in the back. Nice. I don't know how really, well, I'm kind of rural, so, mm-hmm. you know, get our practice in, mm-hmm. uh, shoot the shit. Get some beers out. Put put some beers in the fridge. Gotcha. Caleb. Hi, buddy. Hey. You go to sleep after tying your knot. Sleep takes you pretty quickly. You can feel the knot. It's not cutting off circulation, but you can feel it. And you, like, focus on the feeling of the rope, like, around your ankle as you slowly drift off to sleep. And you can feel it no longer. You awake to the sun shining. Through my window? Oh, no. Oh, God damn it. The first thing that you feel is where you felt the rope. It feels painful there. You look down. There's grass beneath you. And you're wearing different clothes. You look down. You're wearing black pants. You look on your chest. You're wearing a suit, black suit, black tie. Your hands are touching the grass. You look up. You are somewhere familiar, but somewhere sad. You look up to see a gravestone. You are in a graveyard. Loving husband, father, and community servant. 1891 to 1969. Killian O'Connor. You're at your father's grave in Ann Arbor, Michigan. As all this hits you rather quickly and you look around, you feel a hand on your shoulder. I turn. You look up to see a figure dressed in similar garb to you. Black suit, black tie, white shirt. Charles. Bandage still covering his eye. He looks down at you and says, Did you find out what you need to know? And that's where we're going to pick up next session. Thanks for listening to this episode of LFVCU, a Nasty Table production.